Good morning, friends. Happy Saturday. I hope some of you are able to take a little bit of a slower approach to the day this morning and uh, maybe have a little bit more time to drink your coffee before jetting out the door. I've got a very small window of time this morning, and I just want to reach out to each and every one of you and, first of all, encourage you to attend this Saturday, this coming Saturday, March 13th at 1 o'clock in front of our state capitol in Albany. We are planning to peacefully assemble as a group of people who have really come to a point in our lives that we cannot watch the leadership of this state any longer without actively, relentlessly pushing back against it. Uh, we're seeing some really crazy stuff happening in Albany, and I personally believe there's there's some political theater going on. I think it's very puzzling that um, things are going down the way they are with Andrew Cuomo at this time. It makes me wonder uh, who who wants to destroy him and why? And I, as I do believe all of the allegations against him are absolutely true. I always wish that accusers would have the ability to come forward when the abuse happens. Um, and I'm grateful that they did. It's always better late than never. But I certainly hope we can, can create a culture in which victims of sexual assault and um, you know inappropriateness at work and abuse of power, all of those things that characterize what Andrew Cuomo, I believe, has done to the women that came forward. I hope we can create a culture in which women feel comfortable and supported in coming forward immediately to say what happened, and even to say in that moment, this is inappropriate. I'm I'm reporting this. It, it can be terrifying, and I understand we're dealing with honestly, in my opinion, <laughs> a mafioso thug life governor who is really and truly running a crime enterprise in our state. This state that we love, the communities we love, the people we love are being used by Andrew Cuomo and his entire administration and many Albany lawmakers, even some who are, you know, supposedly turning on him now or demanding, air quotes, justice. They're all in this. They're all complicit. And so what I really want to point to today is, is just how incredibly baffling it is to anyone with a conscience and anyone who views humanity as being, you know, one human race. We all need to look out for each other. We all need to advocate for each other. I, I'm really puzzled here because here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Anyone who has read the bail reform for what it is realizes that this bail reform that so many of these lawmakers have supported, whether actively supported, like, you know, Carl Heasty, you know, and said, you know, this is absolutely, it's perfect as it is, no changes, no rollbacks. How he can read this reform for what it is and, and say that defies all human logic and is absolutely outrageous to me. Then we have the likes of Andrea Stewart-Cousins, who, you know, hasn't, it really hasn't done anything with regard to this bail reform other than support it, both with words and with silence. And, and here's the thing. You know, there's a lot of talk in media and in, you know, just social circles about this terminology of, of Black Lives Mattering and white privilege and racial reconciliation, racial equality. And I believe that there's a lot of room, a lot of space for progress to be made in all of those regards. And I watch the white community, and again, I'm not a big fan of labeling people by color. I think it's kind of immature and bizarre, actually. But with regard to talking about public policy and the way people are labeled in many ways in our culture, I think it's important to call it out for what it is. 
I see a lot going on in our white communities that is awfully resemblant of slavery. I, I can take you into white communities in which entire neighborhoods are are slaves to the addiction epidemic. I mean, you're going to think you stepped onto a set for The Walking Dead. I can take you into communities where, where there's children who are white. I can take you into communities where there's children who are black. I can take you into communities where there's children who are brown, if, if you know it's important to you or anyone else to label our children by color, which I don't think it is. Children are precious, period. I can take you into communities, though, and show you children who are living like they're in a third world country. They're sleeping on floors that are covered in dog feces, urine. They're waking up soaking wet at night because mom has money for drugs but doesn't have money for diapers or mom you know sells her body for drugs and can't score diapers that way or just doesn't care i can take you into communities or households where kids haven't set foot in school and haven't logged on since you know march 17th 2020 i can take you into communities where there's children who've found their mom overdosed uh, you know needle in her arm overdosed i can take you into communities where there's children whose bodies are being sold so that their parents can get their drug fix there's a there's an, a slavery problem for lack of a better word there is a culture of slavery right under our noses in our communities and the powers that be in albany are completely ignoring it they're completely ignoring the rape culture that they are perpetuating, creating, facilitating, feeding with these perverted policies. The bail reform, you know, it is a, I've said it before, it is a steaming pile of debauchery. And they tried to box it and wrap it and slap a bow on it that says social justice to the people of New York from the social justice warriors. Here you go. But as we unpack it, we see it for what it is. It's literally letting criminals, including violent sexual predators, right back out into our streets. And as I've learned through this journey, what's crazy is police officers aren't going after the people who don't show up for court. If someone's a child rapist and they're handed an appearance ticket, do you, do you really, like, like, what would you be willing to bet they'd actually show up for their court date? I'm just, I'm just asking. Would you be willing to bet 20 bucks that they're going to show up for their court date? Would you be willing to bet your child's safety that they're going to show up for their court date? Because what these lawmakers do, they're betting all of our children's safety. They're betting all of our women's safety. They're betting the safety of the lives of everyone in our communities on the off chance that this bail reform is going to be something positive, which it has proven in the past year plus that it is not. And we have Andrea Stewart-Cousins saying, well... If any more allegations of this nature come forth against Governor Cuomo, we might have to really consider impeachment. Really? Is there a certain number we have to reach, Andrea? How about the children that are getting raped in our communities, especially communities of color, that are already disproportionately riddled with crime? Do their lives not matter? You know, the woman that almost had her eyeball bitten out of her face a few weeks ago. Does her life not matter? The woman that was getting raped on the subway platform, does her life matter? Garrett Goebel, did his life matter? Sandra Wilson, did her life matter? How about all the sexual assault victims that aren't even coming forward because they know that the perp, if the perp is even found and brought in and given us an appearance ticket, they're going to be out and they don't have to show up to court. Does everyone understand how perverted our communities have become because of these pervert lawmakers? 
Seriously, every single one of them. Andrea Stewart Cousins, you're, you're a mother, you're a grandmother, for God's sake. How do you stand by and allow this to happen? It's time to call each and every one of them out. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have emails into Andrea Stewart Cousins' office, and I have a relatively lengthy voicemail into her. And I will keep you all posted as to whether or not I get a response. Because here's the thing, they are all complicit. Don't you dare tell me that no one knew that this was the character of Andrew Cuomo. Don't don't even waste your breath, because I'm not that stupid. I, I'm the person that at the age of four demanded that my mother tell me the truth about Santa Claus. Don't play games with me, okay? I don't want the fantasy. I don't want this fictitious nonsense crammed down my throat as you tell me that, you know, this is social justice. No, it's not. This is a crime network being run by our assembly people, by our governor himself, and by all of these other little minions are supporting this evil that is destroying our state and it's actually a cancer that's spreading into our entire country. So I'm going to ask each and every one of you, please show up on March 13th. But beyond that, you know, if you can't or if you if you just have something that is a higher priority and I understand, I understand life, trust me, I get it. I'm going to beg you to be part of this movement, cancelcuomo.com. And it's not just canceling Cuomo, it's canceling the entire administration. It's canceling every single lawmaker who you know, is paid to look out for the best interests of the people they represent, literally paid to, like that's their job. You and I have multiple jobs, okay? I have to do this before I go to work this Saturday. I have I have to try to communicate with the people of this state whom I love and who I'm passionately trying to protect and and go before and advocate for. You know, it might be one, two in the morning when I'm doing this because I have jobs, Okay, I don't make my living on the backs of the taxpayers with no sort of merit-based evaluations, okay? I have to work. I have to support my family. I have multiple children, you know, and we have lawmakers who their sole job is to look out for the best interests of the people, to be aware of policies. And, and they're not, they're oblivious. Like, they're absolutely clueless. If you perform this poorly in the private sector, you would be unemployed. But these people get voted in, and they coast, and, and it's time to call them out because every single one of them that hasn't been pushing back against Cuomo is absolutely complicit. And now, okay, they're going to limit his executive powers but extend the ability for any changes he's already made to continue? Come off it. Does everyone here realize that he changed like 300-plus laws like last spring? And nobody really has an understanding of what those laws are. I'm going to work on that today. I'm going to work on that and try to get a list out to you on the face. On, I'm sorry, on the Downstate Abbey Facebook page, because we're being run by complete morons. I'm sorry, and moron isn't even the right word because it's evil and it's calculated what they're doing. So I'll come back to the word I've used time and again. We're being run by a bunch of degenerates. We really are. And it's time to call them out. Don't think for a second that your child's future, your grandchild's future, will not be profoundly impacted by these policies if we don't push back against them. If we don't have safety and justice in our communities, we don't have anything. We don't have anything. If anyone is free to victimize anyone else, we don't have anything worthwhile if our children aren't safe, if we're not safe, if crime and the drug culture runs free. Talk to the people who are swarming up here from Central America and South America. Ask them what life looks like with the drug cartels running the show because we're heading to that, people. We're heading there. My business got shut down. Your business got shut down during this pandemic. Drug dealers did not get shut down. Even if they got arrested, they didn't get shut down. They got put right back out on the street. Their jobs were secure. 
So you tell me what's going on here. I know what's going on, and it's time for us to push back. I hope you guys have a truly awesome Saturday. Be with us on the 13th if you can. Also, there's going to be a rally. There's actually a big week coming up in Albany. There's um, a Cuomo's Gotta Go rally coming up the afternoon of March 10th, if you can be there. I believe it's from like noon to four, thereabouts. There's going to be a rally on the 12th on Friday. A number of concerned citizens who have seen the horrible elder abuse that's gone on during this nursing home disaster. And when I say it's a disaster, I'm telling you, it is disastrous. It is the most inhumane treatment of people and families that I have ever seen. And it's continuing they're throwing these little crumbs at at families like, oh, well, we're going to make some changes and allow for essential caregivers. They're doing nothing meaningful. And you literally have elderly and infirm people, I'm going to say it because it's true, rotting in beds. Talk to people. I I talked to a woman last night and and I, I just, I cried talking to her. She was explaining how her mother had inch deep bed sore on the whole backside of her body by the time she got in to see her. And the only reason she got in to see her is because her mother was on the brink of death. This is not right. This is our, This is just animals treat their own better than this. Animals treat their own better than our governing bodies here in New York State treat the citizens. And it's time to take back our power. They don't give us our rights. Understand that. They are, our lives are not dictated by these people. They're not. They have totally overstepped and it's time to remind them and let it never be forgotten that we have rights. We have rights that people were willing to die for to guarantee that you and I would have these rights. Do not let those deaths be in vain. We literally have thousands upon thousands of elderly and infirm individuals in nursing homes being completely and totally abused, neglected. I'm not saying it's the fault of the nursing homes. I'm saying it's the fault of the horrible policies of Andrew Cuomo and every other one of these career politicians who have been silent and supported this evil. So please pray for the 13th, be there for the 13th, and and see if you can pop into any of these other gatherings this coming week because people have had enough. The sleeping beauty is waking up. The beauty of this state, the beauty of the people of it, the beauty of the hearts of the people that are New Yorkers is waking up up and Albany should be running scared. Do something amazing today. I love you all. Keep in touch.